0: Hi friends, this is Self Care and Soul Care for The Caregiver, and I'm Sandra Peoples. This is episode 21. Today we're talking about fixing the broken windows around our houses. I don't mean the actual broken windows, I'm referring to the broken windows theory. Even though it's controversial as a predictor of crime, which I'll explain in just a minute, it's certainly true in our homes. And since right now we're in our homes more than usual, it's a good time to pay attention and take action. So let's jump into our discussion today about the theory, how it applies to our homes, and what we can do about it. The Broken Windows idea has been written about in multiple places, but I like this summary from Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point. He writes, Broken Windows was the brainchild of criminologist James Q. Wilson and George Keeling. They argued that crime is the inevitable result of disorder. If a window is broken and left unrepaired, people walking by will conclude that no one cares, and no one is in charge. Soon, more windows will be broken, and the sense of anarchy will spread from the building to the street that it faces, signaling that anything goes. So problems like graffiti, public disorder, and aggressive panhandling are all the equivalent of broken windows, invitations to more serious crimes. Other people who have studied crime say this may be a little bit too simplistic of a theory and that there are lots of other factors that are more important when it comes to predicting crime, but I do think that this theory holds true when it comes to our homes. How does it apply when it comes to our homes? Well... Disorder leads to more disorder. (laughs) Clutter leads to more clutter. What we tolerate on a small level can grow and grow. There's a verse in the Song of Solomon that says, catch the little foxes for us, the little foxes that spoil the vineyards, for our vineyards are in blossom. When we lived in Pennsylvania, we drove through a vineyard on our way to church. It was row after row after row of vines that were carefully tended. But I can imagine how little foxes running through, knocking things over, stealing the fruit, would spoil the vineyards. All that hard work, all those perfect rows, would be ruined. Little foxes, or little messes, change the mood of our homes. For example, we have a table near our door where we put the mail. But, because there's already a layer of mail there, I don't think twice about putting other things on top of it. When I'm coming in the door with my hands full, I set it all down right there, usually without a plan to deal with it later. It doesn't take long for this little side table to overflow with mail, receipts, books, anything else that gets set down there. Next to the table is the spot where Lee takes off his shoes when he comes in. It's not really a problem, but he also takes off his socks in that spot. And one pair of socks left there leads to two pairs of socks left there, which by the end of the week leads to five pairs of socks. These spots usually get cleaned up when we have people over, but right now we aren't having people over. So the piles just grow and grow. It's a broken window, a spot of clutter that we tolerate that can sometimes lead to even more disorder. The funny thing about spots like this is they don't take long to clean up, but we still walk right by them, not taking the few minutes required to make it right. As I thought about this topic, I paid attention to the areas of clutter around my house that are acting as kind of broken windows. In our bedroom, the top of my dresser is a big one. There's a layer of stuff on top of a layer of dust. We also have a spot in our kitchen that's kind of a catch-all, and it's a magnet for piles. I usually clean it off again when people come over, but nobody has come over in six weeks, so it just keeps piling up. My desk area is also a pretty big mess right now. Before all of the coronavirus stuff happened, I was preparing for speaking events this spring, so I ordered extra books, made sure I had enough t-shirts, everything that I needed. Well, now all of that is sitting around in piles around my desk, along with what I usually travel with to decorate my table when I speak. My dad was cleaning out their garage recently and gave me a storage bin with wheels that will be the perfect container for all my stuff, (laughs) but it's just sitting on the floor next to all the piles of stuff waiting for me to put it all in there. These spots around my house may not seem like a lot of clutter, but they do act as a broken window, a sign that a little mess is tolerated around here, so maybe big messes would be too, but this week i have a plan i'm going to attack one area each day until they are clean and organized a couple of them like the table next to the door and my dresser won't take much time at all i could probably get the table done during a commercial break while i'm watching a food network show the spot in my kitchen could be picked up while dinner is in the oven one night and sure my office is going to take the longest but the payoff will also be the highest I'll feel more at ease when I'm in my office getting my to-do list done when the environment around me is a little calmer. So what broken windows do you see as you walk through your house and your yard? Are there overflowing toy bins? Is there a pile of sheets or towels that never make it into the cabinet? Are there dirty clothes next to the bin instead of actually in it? Side note, I don't even understand how that happens. Do my family members try to put it in the bin and they just miss and they think that's close enough? I don't, I don't get it, (laughs) but I do want you to join me this week as we tackle all of these broken windows around our house, all of these little piles of disorder that we've kind of just let go. I'll show you before and after pictures on Instagram and in our self-care for the Special Needs Mom Facebook group. I'll cheer you on as we both make progress. We'll feel better because we are spending so much extra time at home and our families will feel better too. So let's pray together as we wrap up today's episode. God, we thank you for our homes and all the things that fill our homes. You give us the gift of creativity, and we use that gift to make our homes purposeful and beautiful. We appreciate our homes even more right now since we are spending so much time in them. But just as little foxes spoil the vineyard, little messes can take over. As we are on the lookout this week for those messes and take time to clean them up help us to do so with grateful hearts let this be an expression of the love we have for our families in jesus name we pray amen thanks for spending time with me again this week i'm so thankful for each time you hit play as a special offer to celebrate mother's day which is just a couple weeks away you can get all the t-shirts i have available with free shipping While supplies last, you can get the dark gray one that says Choose to Include for $10, the one that goes along with my book that says Unexpected Journey, Unexpected Blessings for $15, and the new Monday Uniform shirt for $18. I'll get them ready as soon as your order comes through, and I'll socially distance at the post office to send them your way. You can see pictures of all the shirts and see the sizes available on my website in the show notes for this episode. Just head to sandrapeoples.com slash the podcast. All right, friends, that's it for today. Know that I'm praying for you during this season, that you'll take care of yourself so you're able to care for the loved ones who rely on you. I'll meet you back here next Monday.